You're going to see how miracles can work in your life every day, in your family's life every day. You're going to see how miraculous the Word is and really how simple it is. So today, oh, today we're going to look at a miracle man named Elisha. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, yeah, he's a double portion man. But why can't you be the double portion woman or double portion man who's watching this program and receiving, listening, and acting? And I want to share with you that some of you let me know your testimonies. Some of you don't, and you should, because I get testimonies of how gross disappear, how people don't have arthritis anymore, how they're free of dementia. Oh, is that good? Because healing is the bread of the children. And how can we reach all these people every day? We every weekday, we reach over 2 billion people. How? You say, I mean, if you had told me that years ago, oh, there's going to be a day when you reach over 2 billion people, I would have said, you're a false prophet. That is not going to happen. But it happens. It's happening. But it's expensive. And if I didn't have such wonderful partners, I tell you, we couldn't do it. Sarah didn't have such wonderful partners, we couldn't do it. And we love you and we appreciate you partners. And I'd like to encourage every one of you watching me today, become a partner in reaching people for Jesus Christ. Now today, I love what we're doing today. We're doing Elisha, the double portion man, and we're doing miracles, but we're doing the process of it and how it will work in your life. So don't leave. This is the best day of your life. We are so excited and we want you to come with us. Oh my goodness, this is a trip of a lifetime. We're going to Hungary and Dubai with a special day trip to Abu Dhabi and a day trip to Vienna. Holy buckets, you don't want to miss this. This is going to be the trip of a lifetime, not just for where we go, but what God will do in your heart. And God will use you because in Dubai, we are going to be ministering to pastors and leaders. And listen, we're going to have a healing meeting. That means God wants to use your hands and use you for healing. And Hungary, oh my goodness, Hungary, that church of 180,000 and the worship there, you will think you've gone to heaven. It's so outstanding. I've been going to that church since 89 when they had like 700 people. Now. They have 180,000 in Central Europe. And of course, Budapest, oh, it's such a gorgeous country. Please call in and go with us. God has something so special for you today. Yes, He does. I believe in the miraculous. And when you believe, you receive. Somebody said to me one day, are you in that faith crowd? Name it, claim it. I said, no. I'm in name it, claim it, receive it. You're going to name it. You're going to see how to claim it. And you're going to receive it. I think what you're going to see and hear today, oh, is absolutely fabulous. Because I'm looking at the miracles of Elisha. Not Elijah, but Elisha. And Elisha, I think... Of all the miracles I've studied in the Bible, and I, I certainly haven't studied them all, but of all that I have studied, this is one of the funniest and one of my favorite. 
Now, where do you find it? You will find Elisha in 2 Kings. And in chapter 6, you know, he, he is really uh, being attacked because Syria is come down and attacking them. And Samaria, that's where he lives, you know, the king is just beside himself because the Syrian army is camped out there and is just beating them to a pulp. They can't get food in. The people are dying. You know, it's just really, really bad news. And the one woman, as the king is walking back and forth, said, King, what shall I do? Uh, what shall we do? We killed my son yesterday and ate him, but now my neighbors uh, won't kill their son and let us eat him. And the king is just furious. And he blames it on Elisha. And so he sends one of his servants to Elisha. And when you read it, I mean, this servant, he really is ugly. And he said, he's going to tell him, you know, the king is going to kill you. This is all your fault. Now, prophets, godly prophets are profitable. They're profitable. And throughout Old Testament, you will see the kings, 1st, 2nd Kings, 1st, 2nd Chronicles, Samuel. They have prophets with them, usually two or three. Very interesting. And so, but the king is furious. He's blaming all of this on Elisha. Sends somebody to him. And Elisha, because we see the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom acting here. How can he know it? He said, here comes the king's man and said, you know, he's going to come in and he's going to say some really ugly things. And I have something to say to him. Now you say, well, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, they can be very negative. They are not negative. They produce positive results. Keep that in mind. They are not negative. So if somebody comes and says, I have a word for you, you should leave your husband and three children and you should run off with your neighbor. No, that's not biblical. Words of knowledge, words of wisdom line up with the word of God. And so we always check it out because the Bible is our plumb line, right? Right. And you may be saying right now, well, I really need to hear from God. I really need for some people to pray for me. And we have a wonderful prayer line. We don't counsel you, but we'd love to pray with you. And I would love for you to get our special offer, Miracles Now. And these are four CDs that really tell you how to receive a miracle and how to move in a miracle ministry. I love this. You say, well, I don't know it would work for me. It does work. Trust me. I've seen many people, many people get hold of this and live and move in the miraculous. So let's go back to Elisha. So the man comes, you know, well, it's your fault, you know, that all this is happening. The Syrians are over there. They're going to come and kill us. We're starving to death. We can't leave. You know, our army is not big enough to take care of it. And Elisha, he had gotten a word of knowledge. I know the man is coming, but now he speaks with wisdom. He says with a word of wisdom, hey, in a short time, like tomorrow, you're going to buy a loaf of bread for a nickel. And the guy says, well, if God opened the heavens, that couldn't happen. And you see, folks, when we get into faith, 
the heavens are opened. That's right. The heavens are open. You need an open heaven for a situation? Let us pray with you. Call us, and above all, you've got to get Miracles Now, the four CDs. So, you know, the guy leaves and he said, you know, you will see it, but you'll never eat the bread. Wow, this isn't a very positive situation. You know, the words of knowledge here are kind of negative. Now watch how God does the miracle. To me, this is one of the most hilarious stories in the Bible. And if you don't think God has a sense of humor, read this over in 2 Kings 6 and 7. So there are four lepers who are sitting at the gate of the city. They're starving. And leprosy, you know, that's a pretty serious thing. You know, so probably they have a finger that's been eaten off. Maybe their nose is gone. And they're sitting there starving. And they said, you know, we're just sitting here starving. And we can wait here and die. Or we can go over there to the Syrian army and let them kill us. Or maybe we could get a miracle. But why just sit here? And so these four lepers get up and walk across to where the Syrian army is. Now watch what happens. When they get there, there are all these beautiful, beautiful tents full of clothing and full of food and full of weapons and everything you can imagine, but nobody is there. The Syrian army isn't there. So they're so hungry, they go in the first tent, and I'm sure they gobbled up everything in sight. And then they try another tent, empty, more food, and they gobble it all up. And then they think, you know, we need to dress up. We're, we're pretty ugly and we smell pretty bad. So they go in to another tent and all these beautiful clothes and jewels are left by the Syrian army. So, you know, if you were a leper, you don't look very good anyway. And so maybe they got a hat that came way down so it would cover up their ear that was eaten away. They got a coat, you know. They got pants, they got shoes, they put on jewels. They're looking pretty good. And then they think, wait a minute. You know, there are no Syrians here, but we could get in trouble if we don't tell other people about this. This is not good. And so the people who are going to tell about the miracle are lepers. How do you know what package your miracle will come in? So I'm going to share a wonderful miracle I got. And this would have been 1983. I felt led to go to Ethiopia and have a meeting. You know, nobody did that. And they were under communism. And also there was a famine. I saw it in the paper. And God said, I want you to go and take Bibles and take food. So I bought up Amharic Bibles. I bought up food. And then I couldn't get a visa. So we called, we tried, we called. You know, and you're thinking, God... The Bibles, what am I going to do with them? They don't want them in Ethiopia, but I want to get them there. The food I can give out, you know, that's not a problem. But remember God, and to me, God is very last minute, it seems like. So there was an Ethiopian woman in our church. So I went to her, I said, Ruth, you know, I'm calling the headquarters in Washington, D.C. of the Ethiopian consulate 
and they're just not talking to me, and I need a visa. So she said, well, Marilyn, what's the name of the man? Well, Ethiopian names. I said, I don't know, but here's the number. So she called him. She talks to him in Amharic. She laughs. She talks. She laughs. She talks. She hangs up. She said, you'll have your visa tomorrow. I said, Ruth, how did you get the visa? She said, he's my old boyfriend. How do you know who God is going to use? He uses four lepers to turn the thing around. Oh, is this good? Is this good? And it's going to get better. And I'm going to be right back. And I want you to stay there. But don't just sit there. Call us with your prayer requests. And of course, get miracles now. So you're going to say miracles don't work. They're not for today. Honey, too late. Been having them many, many years, and you have them too. Experience the impossible as a daily lifestyle. For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you Maryland's four-CD teaching series, Miracles Now. Through this seven-message series, you'll learn these three things about miracles, how they happen, what brings them, and how you can experience the impossible every day. We will also send you Marilyn's book, Your Pathway to Miracles. Read about Marilyn's trailblazing life and journey and be amazed at the remarkable miracles she's witnessed in her many years of ministry, as well as those she's experienced in her own life. Also included in this great resource is Marilyn's booklet, How to Maintain Your Miracle. This booklet leads you into God's bountiful storehouse of blessing so you can preserve the life-renewing riches you have from your Heavenly Father. And finally, we'll send you the Miracle Scripture Card to encourage you with God's promises about the miracles you're guaranteed through your life in Christ. Call or click to receive this valuable resource. Do you know what I'm holding in my hand? Something so special for you and for me. It's a victory declaration because we are on the Day of Atonement declaring the victories that have been purchased for us that we can walk in full victory. Now, perhaps you've received it and you've written in those special things you want to receive. And so do it. Don't just, oh, I threw it in the wastebasket. Well, if you did, you can get on our website. But I want to encourage you that this is a day of victory. And when we declare it, that's when God does it. If you don't believe it, read through the, the Bible. It's declaring victory again and again and again. So I want to hear from you. I want to pray over yours. I want you to get on our website. And I want this to be truly a day of victory in your life and your needs. I think God is hilarious. <laughs> How can you ever guess the ways he's going to answer your prayer? Because here are these four lepers in the Syrian camp, which is loaded with wealth and food and everything you can imagine. And the Syrians have fled. And they're eating, they're dressing up. And then they said, wait a minute, we could get in trouble. We need to go tell our people, Samaria, we need to tell them that the Syrians are gone. So they go and they get in the gate. Now, I don't know. Can you imagine this? I want you to use your imagination. Can you imagine four lepers dragging in in beautiful clothes and saying, the Syrians are gone, <laughs> you know? And I think the king was too desperate not to try it out. 
So he finds they have a horse, and so they take a wagon and go over, and they have all of the wealth and, that the Syrians left. Good night. How did that happen? Now watch, because it's so unique. This miracle is so unique. That's why I love to teach on Elisha and these miracles. So they go over, get all of this wealth, and I'm, I'm going to make you wait a minute before I tell you how the miracle came, okay? Stay right there now, because if I tell you now, you're liable to hang up too soon. And so they come, and they load up with food that the Syrians left. They load up with the wealth. And remember what Elisha had said to the king's right-hand man? You know, tomorrow you'll buy a loaf of bread. It will be offered for a nickel, but you won't ever eat it. And so here are the people rushing back with all of this wonderful food. They've been starving to death. And this guy who's said it won't happen is in the way and they trample him to death. Oh, oh, folks, be careful. You're on God's side. You're in the word. You're in the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. So we say, well, how did that miracle happen that the Syrians left? And they find out. They found out about a Syrian, from a Syrian. He said, we heard this awful noise. And we thought, oh, there's a big army coming against us. We better get out of here fast. Samaria has sent the Jewish people. They've sent for other armies, and they're here. And that noise shook them up, and they left. It was totally supernatural, totally supernatural. And we need to believe in the God who is more than enough, more than enough. But we also need to know there is a word of knowledge for us that can help us at such a time and a word of wisdom how to do something. So we can get a fact and we can get an act and see how they flow together. So I, I just think this is hilarious. But when I went to Pakistan, I, and I've been eight times, getting ready to go the ninth time, but when I went, I, this would probably be a good 12 years ago, I met an imam. Do you know what an imam is? It's the leader of the mosques. And this imam was the leader of all the mosques there in Pakistan. And he was very friendly, and he said to me, he could speak English, he said, I want to see Pakistan have peace. I want them to have peace between the Christians and the Muslims. And he said, my father wanted the same, and he died, but I'm carrying on that we want peace. And he said, recently, some Muslims burned down a church, and we took our mosque, and we rebuilt the church and didn't charge any money. We want peace. And he said to me, you know, I like you. I like to be around you. So I thought, you know, when God gives you favor with imams, especially the imam over a whole nation, that's cool. So now, every time I go to Pakistan, which soon I'll be going to be my ninth time, he always sits on the platform with the big beard and the big hat. He's so friendly. And he said, I want you, now listen, because God does more than you can ask or think. 
don't limit God with your thinking, then you won't limit God with your asking. So he said, my wife, she has a crooked back. And he said, I have three children, but she can't be active. And I'd like you to pray for her. So he said, but she can't come out in public because she has to wear black and no man can see her face, but a woman can. Would you come to my home? Well, of course I would. So he took me into another room of the home, but she had all the black off and she was dressed like the Pakistanians, you know, dressed, those women dressed so beautifully. And so she said, you know, I have a crooked back. I was born with a crooked back, but I believe that Jesus can heal me. And Jesus did it. He healed her crooked back. I've been back. She walks perfectly. And she comes to my meetings all covered in black, but I like to go to her house. And the last time I was there, I went to her house and had lunch. But she's in a separate room. So how do you know what God will do? But there's never, oh my goodness, I'm saying something I've never said. There's never an end to one miracle. Because now, this imam, who is the head imam of Pakistan, I want to go to Saudi Arabia. Well, you know, Saudi Arabia is about interested in me coming as a fly. But this imam's best friend is the imam of Saudi Arabia. He said, if you want to go and have a healing meeting, we will sponsor you. I told you, there's not an end of the miraculous. It's so unique how God keeps cooking and keeps cooking. And I want you to call in with a miracle that you need in your life. You know, you say, I need a miracle of healing. I need a miracle of finances. I need a miracle in my husband's life or my wife's life or our relationship. You know, I just need the miraculous. I need a job. Well, call us. Let's pray. You know, if God can make a sound come that sounds like an army and rattle the Syrians and then leave the wealth for the Jews, what can he do in your life? If he can take what a unique thing, an old boyfriend of a Pakistani woman and get me a visa, I, I, I just think God is cool, isn't he? So again, I want you to call us and get these CDs because I share process and steps for the miraculous. And I don't believe any one of us are God's pets. I always say I am, but really he loves us all. He has a miraculous for us all. And what it is, is the word in your mouth. What it was, what was Elisha's secret? The word in his mouth. He spoke it. Tomorrow, you'll buy a loaf of bread for a nickel. Tomorrow, we'll win. When you go through his life, it's the word in your mouth. The Bible tells us to speak to mountains. Do we just talk about them or do we talk to them? Do we get what's on the other side? So what my key thing I would say about Elisha was the word in his mouth. And Elijah performed eight miracles. You know, he called uh, the fire down from heaven, prayed, rain came. But Elisha had a 16. 
I think this is my favorite one because it's so crazy. He had 16. How did he get it? He asked for it. He asked for a double portion. What are you asking for? I want you to call in. We want to pray with you. Don't go into a lot of detail. We want to pray with you and agree with you. And of course, I want you to have a miraculous life. Why should we just have a common life? Jesus said he'd give us abundant life. Don't tell me it doesn't work. It's been working since I was 23. I'm almost 87. Do I have authority to tell you? Yes, I do. And I want you to have this. And I want you to lift your eyes and know that God has big things for you. He loves you. And that's what I say to him every morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. This is your beloved Marilyn. Only says it 63 times. You must believe it. You must speak it. It's for you. Experience the impossible as a daily lifestyle. For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you Marilyn's four CD teaching series, Miracles Now. Through this seven message series, you'll learn these three things about miracles, how they happen, what brings them, and how you can experience the impossible every day. We will also send you Marilyn's book, Your Pathway to Miracles. Read about Marilyn's trailblazing life and journey and be amazed at the remarkable miracles she's witnessed in her many years of ministry, as well as those she's experienced in her own life. Also included in this great resource is Marilyn's booklet, How to Maintain Your Miracle. This booklet leads you into God's bountiful storehouse of blessing so you can preserve the life-renewing riches you have from your Heavenly Father. And finally, we'll send you the Miracle Scripture Card to encourage you with God's promises about the miracles you're guaranteed through your life in Christ. Call or click to receive this valuable resource. Do you want to know the number one miracle prayer of my life? Of course you want to know. When did I pray this prayer? When I was 16 years old. I knew about Jesus. I, I read the Bible some but I didn't know he could come into my heart. I knew about him, but I didn't have him. And I went to a youth camp and the pastor told about how you could be born again. And I had read about being born again, but I didn't really understand. And he told how Jesus died for our sins and arose from the dead and that we could repent of our sins and believe that he died for us, died in our place and arose from the dead. Invite him into our heart and we could have eternal life and that we could have heaven on the way to heaven. So I got the author of the book in my heart that night at a youth camp. I want to be sure the author is in your heart. So I want to pray that prayer with you. Are you ready? Just take it. Maybe you're backslidden. Let's pray. Say, Father, I know you sent Jesus to die for my sins. I believe that he died and arose from the dead. Now I invite you, Jesus, to come into my heart and be Lord of my life. And I thank you for saving me. The Bible says it. I believe it. I receive it. In Jesus' name, amen. Best miracle of your life is when Jesus comes in your heart. 